Traveling and flying with a concussion. Overwhelming how I prepared for my first long trip. Last November in 2021, I went on a vacation. A long stay of one and a half months and traveled all the way to Indonesia. I hear you're thinking, Indonesia right now during COVID? Yes, I did. I have friends living there and my boyfriend was in Indonesia for some work, so it felt like the right choice. It was my first long flight after sustaining my concussion and I heard it many times. Concussion and flying isn't the best thing you can do. So I was really nervous about it, how it would go with my symptoms. How did I prepare? The difference between before the accident and now. I had wanted to go to Bali so badly for such a long time. It usually feels like my second home, as I have already been there a few times. The last time I stayed there for four months. This was before COVID and before the accident. Compared with my trip back then and my trip now, there was such a huge difference. Traveling before the accident was a piece of cake. I didn't even think about packing. I could do it with my eyes closed and I just did it at the last minute on the day before or a few hours before I had to leave for the airport. But now, with these concussion symptoms, I worry so much about even the small things. I started making my packing list, uh, what I need to buy list, and what I need to arrange list. More than a month before my trip. Besides the packing stress, I stressed about many more things. I needed to arrange a PCR test. Where can I do this? What if the results were positive? I needed to arrange my visa. What if this went wrong? What if they don't let me enter my flight or the country? I needed to rent out my apartment in Amsterdam. Well, I didn't need it, but it saved me a lot of money. So I felt like I needed to do this. I had to book my flights, transfers and hotel. What would be the best option? And I'm doing this right. How do I get to the airport and how can I arrange a taxi there? How is the accommodation? What if the place is way too loud? What if I don't sleep well? What if I can't handle this long flight? Then I'm all by myself. What if the temperature in Bali is too hot? What if my symptoms are getting worse? What if I forget something really important? Did I think of everything? I'm sure there were many more things I stressed about, but these were the most important things I could think of. I felt overwhelmed by arranging all these things. How did I manage to not get overwhelmed? To be honest, I didn't. I felt overwhelmed by making a list of all the things I needed to arrange. The list became longer and longer and I thought many times that it would be better to not go on this long trip. But I pushed myself. My accident was already four and a half years ago and traveling was something I really enjoyed. If I didn't make this trip, I knew I would regret it. So I started making another list. There should be a way to make this less overwhelming. I made a list of what I had to do on a specific day or week. 
It took me a while, but in the end, it felt less overwhelming. I made this plan at the end of July, two months before I would go to Bali, and asked other people if I missed something in my plans or corrected a few things. Even with the planning, things did not go as planned. It wasn't always easy because sometimes things went against my plans. Indonesia was changing the COVID requirements all the time and I had to depend on them. At the beginning of August, they closed the country for a few weeks, which messed up my whole planning. I already arranged tenants for my apartment, so I had to change some things. I couldn't do anything but wait. From the moment they opened the country again, and you still needed a visa, I arranged everything as fast as I could. It felt like I was in this control mode for weeks. In the end, I think that's what caused me to set back at the beginning of my vacation. Concussion and flying, how I prepared. I brought my noise cancelling headphones with me. I used melatonin to adjust to the different time zone. I took more breaks and started with meditation in the morning. I drank so much water to stay hydrated. I took oxazepam, I think it's the same as Xanax during my flight. I took travel pills to get less nauseous on the airplane. I downloaded many audiobooks. I brought my neck pillow with me. I brought my eye sleeping mask and earplugs with me. I made sure to bring healthy food with me. Arrival in Indonesia, quarantine. Before the accident, traveling was something I really loved doing. I never worried about anything and jet lag didn't affect me at all. Well, there was different now. I had to deal with my symptoms. This was the first long trip outside of Europe with a time difference of seven hours. I didn't know how my body would respond to such a time change, climate change and a long flight of 25 hours in total. After many hours and one stop in Doha, Qatar, I arrived in Jakarta. I had to stay in quarantine hotel for seven nights. It's strange, but I looked forward to it. Just me resting, not to deal with anyone or not having to do anything. Even my food was delivered three times a day to my room. It was nice to have a quiet place after such a long flight. This gave me the time to recover from all the stress, the jet lag and all new impressions. From Jakarta to Bali. Finally, after seven nights, I was allowed to fly to Bali. I was a bit worried because I still didn't feel great after those seven nights. I still felt overwhelmed by all the new impressions. I knew when I would arrive in Bali, I had to deal with people, a new place to stay, and I had to arrange my own meals again. I decided to take as much rest as possible during next week in Bali. It was a short flight of two hours. After I arrived in Bali, the airport was so busy and so many people approached me asking if I needed a taxi. I felt so overwhelmed and I think I wouldn't have survived it with my noise cancelling headphones.
My vacation in Bali, did I enjoy it? I stayed in a beautiful accommodation in Changu in Bali. I was a bit nervous about the accommodation, if it was quiet enough and if I would have a good sleep there. The first nights I slept well, but after those nights I heard the birds very loudly. The accommodation wasn't isolated, most aren't in Bali, and you can hear everything from outside. Yes, I enjoyed Bali, but I didn't feel great all the time and I couldn't enjoy it as much as I wanted. And I felt a setback and stress from flying. The sun was very bright and all accommodations were not isolated, so not really quiet. I switched a few times from accommodations, searching for a quiet place. But all accommodations had something I didn't like. In the first one, I heard the birds. In the second one, one of the cocks were so loud every morning. And in the other one, a dog was barking all night. Not everybody will understand. When I say this to my healthy friends, I get reactions like, but you are in paradise, or I wish I had a few weeks off to be there. A vacation can be overwhelming and concussion and flying isn't the best combination and not everyone will get this. I created many beautiful memories from this vacation too, and I'm not complaining at all. I'm grateful that I had a chance to visit this place. I just wanted to share the other less enjoyable moments with you too, because I know you would understand. Would I do a long trip like this again? Yes, but maybe somewhere further in my recovery. But at least I did it, and that feels great. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I really hope this was helpful for you. If it was, I would love it if you share it on Instagram, in a story or in a post, and tag the concussion community in it. I just love to see who is listening. And one last thing, are you listening on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts? Would you maybe do one small thing in return? Leave a short review? The more reviews this podcast will get, the easier it is for other people to find this podcast and to feel less alone and lost in their journey. Thank you so much and I hope to see you next time. Thank you.